0: Um it hurt my feelings when she said she didn't read my email brief uh debrief for this nursing home that I left for her before I went out out of town. She didn't even read the email the brief was what's going on for her to call them, which she called them and didn't read it, so I'm like <laughs> frustrating and and how she said it was kind of like very, no, no, I didn't read it, very quick, very shut down, I don't have time for that, why'd you send me that long email, that kind of, that kind of was the vibe. This whole project sales commission issue, this is really the core of of my my struggles right now, I feel misled in the interview process when she sent me the commission structure details in an email before I came. It had on there what maintenance and project sales commissions earn. I asked her about projects, and she said, you get a percentage based on what you earn from them. How much work you put into them, she said, "You know, is based on how much percentage you get. She asked me in the car ride alone together, do you trust me? Well, I feel like I don't trust her now. Pretty much because of that issue. I keep coming back to that. She was asking about, do I trust her in a sales meeting Mm -hmm. to not bring up, do you trust me in other things? And I was thinking,
1: "Hmm."
0: you know, not really because of this issue. The Charleston, the Augusta and the Greenville offices split commissions with the project people when the maintenance guys sold the project. I called Adam Brown who went to my training, um, who worked for a similar company through our franchise called Superior Mechanical. And I said, hey, what happens when you walk into a place to sell maintenance and they say they want a mini split? you know, that's 14,000 or something. What do you do with that? He says, I, I give it to project people. I said, okay. I said, but do you get anything for it? Do you earn anything? He's like, yeah, I get about 20, 25%. You yeah, know, I, I tell them to throw me a bone here. He's like, I walked into, I walked into a big place and they needed 14 re- replacement units, you know, 14 units replaced. And I got, you know, I went to the project guy. I said, here's 14 projects or 14 units and he ended up giving me like 20, 25%. I was
1: like. And who did you talk to him about
0: this? A guy that I went to training with that works for the same link service franchise, just with a different, you know, they have Total Comfort. This guy, his company called Superior Mechanical. Okay. He's a buddy of mine that we did role playing with at training. So I'm not out of line here. No. I'm not out of line. That's, what I, that's my point. Uh,
1: We've been established. Because the other two
0: fucking branches do it. Right. Brand, and I haven't called them. I felt like that would be a little bit out of my... Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't done that, but I know, because Rogers told me, he's been there two years. Rogers says, that's how these maintenance guys, Kent and Garson, are at the top of the leaderboard. It's because they've got a little bit of project mixed in because that's what happens. Brandon said... The way I understand it is, you guys are the machetes, and I and we are the scalpels. More and more, I hear that it pisses me off because the guy leading the, the pack with the machetes should get a cut. Why would the guy doing the scalpel work in the air conditioning get everything? Yeah, that makes no, that that's even more affirming about what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I wanted a three ton mini split, which is like a residential unit. On a job at the nursing home in Newberry, she said, "Quote: You can't sell projects." And I did tell her, "I said I sold solar projects for five years. I could sell projects. She didn't make a bit. She kind of skirted around it and kept going. Um, contract clients get priority over clients with on project pricing. So she kept. She keeps saying this thing. Uh, about resource management and resource management is her way of saying that I'm not going to put my project guys on your project. I'm going to let them do projects for our existing clients and not our new clients, potential new clients, which is absurd. Quote, I, I hired you to sell maintenance and, and my She she said it multiple times. You're an MSR, maintenance sales rep. I hired you to sell maintenance. The other thing that she says that I need to add on here is, um, um, you, I have you down for $400,000 of weighted maintenance sales. That's burned in my head a couple times. But when she said, I hired you for maintenance sales, I said, yes, but it's not black and white like that. You, you walk into a place and they want a project, you got to talk a project to them and maintenance, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put, it's not, yes, but it's not black and white like that. Project guys can sell, uh, so these project guys can sell maintenance and get 100%. But the maintenance guys can't sell projects and get zero, if if contributed a even if we contributed a lot.
1: The project guys can sell maintenance.
0: Yes, Roger brought that point to me after he'd been thinking they about this. How
1: much? All
0: of it. All of it. Bill says, "Oh, at Zeus! I, I I just sold a maintenance deal for their server room. They they want the, I, that many split maintained, and and here's a five thousand dollar contract." Right. Uh, But the project guys can't sell projects. Like these project guys are not having to come to maintenance to get a quote on the maintenance. Right. But yet we have to bend over backwards to go and wait for the project guys to quote a project. It's just not going to work. And even if we bring the project guys to the table, which I know we've established this, but if we bring the guys to the table to say, I need you to quote this for me, and we sell it or we line up the next appointment, we get zero. That's, her, that's what she wants to happen. But she, what she really wants to happen is us to just hand it over all together and step out, of the, step out of it, which I'm telling you, I will not be a part of that. It's not going to work. and I I'm, I'm really diving in deep digging my heels in deep on that that's that's just not going to work with Shelly Shelly Little.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so moving off of that major thing, the next one is account executive. Um she added a account executive with Matt to her monthly um progress goals that she you know like she she got an account executive with Matt like she gave me a promotion or something Is what she put on her progress report that she announced to the whole sales team and operations but she's leaving Roger out who's been there two years I don't understand that because only because she said Roger hadn't pushed back on it to her
1: Mm
0: -mm. but if this is a better way why are we not rolling it out to Roger you know I, I don't I'm not here for Roger I'm not trying to defend Roger but if, if, if you really believe this is a better way, but you don't believe it's a better way, you still think this is the other way is a better way. Yeah. Zero. Right. That's why you leave it in that way. Uh-huh. Just don't fix what's not broken kind of thing. Uh, she told she came to me and told me, "Here's Napa. Like this is your account. Go get hard Scrabble. That this is your Napa. This is your account." She told me with Arnold. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like that makes sense for you. That'd be your account. Um, I want, so I want to be listed as account manager for the Finley house, R and DC, Austin Wilkes and Adams ed. Those are my four maintenance accounts that I sold. I'm going to lunch with the guy, the executive director from Finley house today. And I sold it two months ago.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I I want to get the rest of his business. Mm -hmm. All I got to boilers. I want to get the rest of his business. She's not. She doesn't understand that yet, but I, I want to tell her. I haven't told her this yet. But I want to tell her. I want to be listed. I'm not done with Finley. Why is Bill listed as account manager for that? So, I think I mentioned this to you when I got our when I got our client list. I found out that there's there's a there's a column that says account managers for each of our maintenance accounts, mm-hmm. and they're all project people. Because the thought process is, nine months in, she wants the project people to cold call and call and reach out to these accounts to see if they're okay, basically, to get a project. Mm -hmm. We already got their maintenance. Now, these are leads for them to call, which I understand that. Mm -hmm. She wants the maintenance guys to go and leave them, love them and leave them, remember, love them and leave them, and go get more maintenance but let the project guys call directly. Well, Roger filled me in on, you know how you've heard around the office, how we're getting, we get further and further away from the C-suite. I said, help me understand that. He says, well, when you and I go sell maintenance, we're supposed to call on the C-suite. The owners, the operators, the CEOs, CFOs, the operations people, we're supposed to call them the C-suite, right? I said, yeah, right, that's right. Because they're the ones going to understand the whole business impact to a system going down. Well, we sign them up and they love us, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, what happens is we hand it off to operations. Then operations starts dealing with the facilities guy because they got to coordinate schedules. The facilities guy and operations now are, Working regularly. Well, once every nine months or so, they're supposed to get a call. I, I know some of them are not getting calls. They're supposed to get a call from project people. But you think the project people are calling the CEO, CFO, C, COO, CFO? They're going to call the listed account person, which is the facilities guy. Mm-hmm. So that's where Roger's like... The, we, there's never... Because I got taken off the job, they took me off of it. Mm-hmm. The whole bond I just spent to get the sale with the CEO is gone. Mm-hmm. Now, the only bond we have is a company, because I haven't stayed in touch with them, because they told me, that they pulled me off of it, is the line he says, which is, which is I. that's it. They pulled me off of that, you know. So that's where we mean we, so what happens is, what we're seeing is, all of a sudden, three years down the road or so, facilities managers change. There's a new facilities guy, or the CEO changes. Some, there's always a change. Mm-hmm. And this, why, why the hell are we paying $4,000 for air conditioner maintenance? Mm-hmm. Let's rebid this out. And there's no connection with the C-suite anymore. Now we're kicked under the bus, and it's rebid. And we lose the deal because we lost the connection with C-suite. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I'm going to keep going, then we'll come back and touch okay. on it. Right. Cold calling time management. So, you know how I used to sell time management with Al Walker right. back in the day? Right. I'm kind of sensitive to, I think I do a pretty good job of managing my time. Uh-huh. Pretty damn good job. Uh-huh better than anybody i know in in the office at least mm-hmm. besides that ego thing i just said what i'm realizing is like my goal is to not be cold calling one day mm-hmm. based on having referrals and word of mouth happening any, any cold call book you read, it's the worst job in the world. Just get through it until you get to the point where you've got referrals and you've got references coming in and you've got your mm-hmm. word of mouth out there. Mm-hmm. But you got to build it up and you got to start making cold calls. Mm-hmm. I just heard a, a, on this book about Sandler sales trading, it, it says if you're cold calling after six months, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? I'm on month five.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm slammed. I'm slammed. Arnold just gave me eight more buildings. Yes, so Roger and I still have to report to her every week that we've set five appointments, got two new, you know, the same stats aren't changing. I'm realizing the same stats aren't changing. So, when she keeps talking about, this will be the delta that gives you more time. Yeah, you know, this will be the the spread that'll give you more time.
1: What
0: will be? I, I know that's, that's a random line, but she said it. Like, for example, it. We only need to prepare. But she comes back from the sales training she went on last week, and she said, the the, the average people put together about 20 photos for the presentation 20 photos one person put together four and I'm like oh my god that's nothing like I have sometimes I've got like for Southern Way today they had so many issues I've got 70 slides and I can finish it all in about 45 minutes with the pricing and everything all together out the door 45 minutes but I'm I'm doing a survey. I want to show them what I did, okay? So she's like, you're so detailed. Your behavioral style is so detailed that I've never had this issue before, but I believe that if you just give them 20 photos, um, you know, that'll save a a bunch bunch of your time. I see what she's saying. I'm going to leave it right there for now. I just said, I understand. Mm -hmm. And I kept going. But she keeps coming back to a hot button of mine, which is this is where we're going to gain time. And that's the button that you're burning me up. It's not about her giving a suggestion about, hey, you know what? Instead of this many, 75, let's just try 20. Mm -hmm. If she left it at that, I'd be fine. But when she said, this will give you more time, it's like I'm not doing something. Like I'm not doing something I'm supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. which is getting five more leads, making your call block, calling 30 minutes a day every day, Mm -hmm. cold calling. She's not listening to what I tell her that I'm slammed. She doesn't listen to that. She doesn't believe that. She doesn't believe that. She thinks I'm not doing things right.
1: She thinks you're too worried about projects to be.
0: Yes. Um, I heard at a DA meeting, it said, lay a boundary on your time and watch how people respond. Lay a boundary on your resources was the message. She's told me you're CEO of your life here at Total Comfort. You're CEO of your schedule. If you need to go do something with your daughter, go do something with your daughter. But you know, you're you're you make what you want here, kind of thing. Roger and I have an understanding now that when she says you need you need two concept meetings, what she really means is no, she needs two concept meetings for her spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. She's creating this false sense of, of scarcity about having a startup October 1st. And she's doing it with me when really I realized she's, I, I need to be just doing that to the customer but not working myself up to where I just go nuts. She creates scarcity about not being able to start new contracts due to labor and operations. I, I don't like forecasting to throttle back sales and start dates due to the lack of technicians and not being able to hit the the preventative maintenance dates on 911 I heard in a meeting that we we were behind on May PMs but yet I'm told to leave operations to me and Mike so that goes back to the trust thing do you trust me yes, sir. I do trust you, but you're also fucking behind since May and it's September. Mm -hmm. How can I sell it and be confident that we're going to do this for Finley House and RADC and Crave? And if if, if you're really telling me well, we're really behind in May. Oh, well, those are some customers that we're good. We're good. We've got full coverage program. We'll, We'll cover it. We're good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm telling these people, you know, that's the kind of shit. Uh, so I'm going to pause from there because I have a bunch of other questions and things. All right. I'm, I'm
1: sorry. But
0: I'm going to yes. Again. Sorry, you. Sorry. Well, I'll pause let you talk because those are the main issues. It really, I I need to have a conversation with her about the project because I'm spinning about it. I've thought 150 times about it since the last two weeks.
1: I think the... I've got to have a talk about this. I definitely think there needs to be a conversation about it. And I think other than getting your thoughts across and everything, something that you need to concentrate on or have in the back of your mind is... How to do it in a way where you're not counting on this to be your only income, because that's what she's thinking. She's going to come back at if you're if you're thinking about projects, then you're not doing what you got hired to do. And I think it needs to be from a point of I I am not the type of person to love and leave them as far as sales go. Sales are based. Sales, any any salesperson, any sales guru will tell you sales are relationships. And if I'm going to build these relationships, I'm going to have to know that I don't have to love them and leave them.
0: What was that last line you said? Any what? Any. Or what?
1: If I'm going to build these relationships, I'm going to have to know that I, I don't have to love them and leave them. The pressure to love them and leave them with you know, the, the request or the suggestion to love them and leave them goes against everything I'm about. And the part about you digging your heels in. Um, what what was it that you said you're digging your heels in about? What was the specific? Uh, it's the the not. Not being there, it's, it's the love-and-believing and concept, but there was a specific example.
0: Um, it was the concept about the project people console.
1: Um. I, I think maybe maybe the focus of the conversation, where this conversation starts, is that you have an internal issue problem with the concept of love them and leave them it's anti-relationship building which you believe is where what your best one of your best attributes as far as selling is it creates word of mouth among owners you know anything these people are in business groups and they you know they're they're in the chamber together, they're in whatever groups together. And, um, you don't fundamentally believe in it. It fundamentally at your core is that. I love that. And I think that's where the conversation starts and it gets into, you know, going away from the C-suite. It's, you just, you think that's ridiculous. Um, or do you have a problem with it? I love
0: that. Whatever. Um, well, it's not that I have a problem with that. They brought it up as a company that they have a problem with. We, we keep getting away from the C suite. Well, I have a solution. I see the problem. There is a problem. R- Roger said, I already see it with. Um, the non-profit on, on well, the love, and assembly concept, street
1: the love and leave um, concept is the problem with the C-suite getting away from you've got two um, lower level people talking to each other And that's when you get in, that's your segue into projects. You also have a fundamental problem with getting appointments and getting requests for bids and turning it over to someone who may or may not get back to you in a timely manner. You know,
0: I also have a problem with getting requests for bids and turning
1: and then getting back to you in a timely manner. That's a mark on you and it's a mark on the entire company. If you're coming to me for maintenance, I mean, it's just like saying two plus two is four. I can't, I don't understand her not understanding it. You're coming to me to tell me you can you'll clean my air conditioners every three months or every month or whatever and do the best job in the world, and I say, How about that thermostat? What can you do there? And you don't get back to me, I'm not gonna count on you to fucking clean my filters. Mm-hmm. I think if you frame this thing where like at the core is the project thing but you need to frame it in a much like here's the you know start off with her problem C-suite start off with you know that type of stuff and work down to the projects and everything and you know it can lead into um, and the other it, it can lead into the projects um, you know, the love and believe them concept and just build down to it. And almost like it's an afterthought as far as the projects. Like, take this whole project thing where, you know, I go to a guy, it's not Bill, what's the guy, the young Brandon? I go to Brandon, he did not have a problem, but he's told me they do it in other places like this and get into that. And speaking of that, one of my biggest issues with that is you told me that it would I would be able to get commission for it and it's not a thing you practice here and I can't figure out why you told me that it would be and it's not something you do and that makes me not trust you the same way an owner of a business doesn't trust me if I can't get a quote on a thermostat
0: There was a. Yeah. I like that. And the whole time management piece. If I'm here for two years, I shouldn't be having to have the cold call. You know, and the whole incentive structure was set up so that if you do that for six months, you won't need to do it, you'll be set up for success. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to tell her not to manage my time because I'm managing it.
1: I think, you know, and you can just let that be. Yeah. Because if you get all this other stuff, if you get the account management and all that stuff, you know I think this is the most important thing. Yeah, she's gonna manage some. She's gonna want to. I I could walk in over there, and if her server's standing around not doing anything, it drives me crazy. Right. It's always gonna drive her crazy. Right. No matter what they they could have just sold, you know, even on a Friday afternoon after we've done you know forty five hundred dollars, and they're not doing work to get out of there, it drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. Even though we've just sold $4,500.
0: Right. So that's always going to be an issue and I would just, yep. for now. Yep, I agree. And that, you're right. that Those two other the two issues that I just, at, at the core, but what's happening is now, everything she says just digs at me because I'm like, wait, wait, wait. At the core, you really want me to leave these people. Do you really want me to leave these people? And now she's, she comes back from this trip talking about how one of the core things they talked about on this trip with other managers was marketing. And I was like, that they're for it or that they're against it? She said, oh, that they're for it. I like, now I'm like, I, I, I want to tell her, I, I've been telling you this for six months that we need to have marketing. Emails, slicks, uh-huh. postcards, Christmas gifts, you know, these are things that you do. But didn't Todd say our best marketers are salespeople? <laughs> that aren't marketers? So I, I, I'm just a little confused about what she's gonna say now that's different than, but Todd said, she told me in the car, 101 when I was telling her about how, you know, we, we can do constant contacts, we have thousands of emails.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she said, we've done constant contacts before, but our open rate was like 22%. I was like, that's great. The warrior, we had nine. I said, but there's a factor of, you know, like you get emails from bed, bath and beyond. You still see bed, bath and beyond in the email. Mm -hmm. That's the mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. That's all they wanted, you know, and there's a subject line and it says 50% off. Mm -hmm. Like that's mission accomplished. That's what, you know, and she said, like, "Well, I don't know if it was twenty two percent, but it, you know, it was low. It was low." I'm like, "Well, we used to get four four percent, you know." It's like she didn't know the number, which I understand, mm-hmm. but it was that 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 mindset of, and, and now she wants to talk about it when I'm slammed. Uh, you know, I've got to get eight eight buildings of pricing in to the systems. That's
1: great.
0: By the way, I I took. McKenzie, our, the girl that works for yeah. Shelley, I took her some Starbucks coffee, and uh, I said, "What kind of coffee you like?" She said, "Oh, just iced coffee." I said, "You like all the milk in it or anything?" She said, "Yeah, that'd be good." I showed up with there, and I left there with eight eight more buildings worth of equipment. You know what Chrissy says? Well, we don't need to do any work on that until we get the first contract signed. Okay. All right. Okay. Shelly's wide open. She's negotiating deals. It's budget time. It's They wouldn't give me eight more building spreadsheets to work on if McKenzie thought that I'd be wasting Matt's time. Yeah, if McKenzie not, thought... They're not that at all. They're not that at all. They're small town. They're, she's wide open. And Chrissy's like, well, I'm going to call her because I told her I would call her first of the week. And I said, well, okay. And she calls her. Guess what? Her voicemail's full. So she then prepares to text her. And she starts to text her, and she's like, Hey, Shelly, uh, I tried to call you, but your voicemail's full. Uh, I want to get with you. Let's, get, let's catch up later today. And then she started to go into what she wanted to talk about. And like she was typing, and I said, You would tell me that that's too much in a text, that you're telling them everything you want to talk about. And, she, and she's like, it's hard deleting. And she's like, fine, what, what do you, like, she, she said something like, what do you want? Like, what do you want me to do? Or something like that. It was very much like, and I, I was like, just keep it simple. Like, hey, let's connect later. I'm back from my trip, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all. you want her to call you. It's like she's not wanting a dose of her medicine, you know. But, that, but I don't want her involved in at Arnold, you see? Like, I've got Arnold. You're going to piss off Shelly if Christy keeps calling, mm-hmm. but we gotta have it October first. October first. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a forty thousand dollar quote.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> we're we're fundamentally changing their culture of how they do HVAC by having this all exclusive full coverage program. It, it'll happen, you know. I could feel the energy when I walked in there.
1: Uh-huh. Anyway. And I I would go in it as you have an issue with the love and believe him, uh-huh. and then get on that, get, and then triple it down. And the last thing you mentioned is projects.
0: Yeah, like that. Because you're right. It's the projects. They aren't an issue if this is love and believe him is not handled. That's the core. Yeah. It's the fundamental core. All right. Let's skip the bottom lines. If we can. I've had my rampage. Yeah. So the bottom lines are no sex outside of marriage, no porn.